Welcome back, everyone. It's been a long time since we've done one of these, but welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion Show with Justin Mazzaro. I'm Justin Mazzaro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. If you want to find me on Instagram, that's where I hang out. You can DM me there. You can see my posts. You can see what I'm about. You can see what I post about. You can also find the Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show, which is doing really well. We release an episode daily or every other day, depending on when it is. We've recorded over 340 episodes. Uh, they are being released and now as we speak. And when it came to this show, I actually wasn't ever going to re-record it. I've thought about re-releasing it. I've started it a bunch of times. I've recorded 30-some episodes that will never get released that I will redo some of them. Some of them will just burn. I've grown a lot since then. I haven't released them uh, since the transitions in my life. The last eight months, if not year, has been personal transition in my life. There's been uh, entrepreneur transition. There's been the growth of Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show and getting that out there. You can find that anywhere on iTunes, Apple, or Google, wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. That's where that show is. Just like this show, you'll be able to download it anywhere. I have to work on that because it's been so long since we released episodes that I have to reestablish all of our syndication. So that being said, it's not easy. Uh, leadership is not easy and I've grown a lot in just the last year but I think that this show will now become not a show of telling everyone how to lead but basically the lessons that I've learned in my own leadership and through my own mistakes and through my own hardships in my personal life in my work life and and obviously in my life with God or my higher power however you want to look at that I am not the same person, not even close to the person that started this show. And I still appreciate Elena and for doing all the episodes and all of those things. I'm a calmer, more composed person. Um, There was a time there where COVID and life and growth and hardships and, and this show from 2021 or 2020 to 2022 was a reminder of a leadership of what I should be doing. And there's a lot of talking to myself also while I was delivering those messages, but it wasn't reflecting on my mistakes. It was more trying to inspire people and tell people. And it was from a position of trying to teach people versus having people catch it. And there's been a lot of tweaks and I think they're all great episodes and there's a lot of great stuff in the past episodes. And even in the ones that I've recorded back last summer, all the way through that we've tried to relaunch this show with that I've pulled off because it hasn't matched the energy level or where I want to be, the composure, who I am now, what I'm trying to do and what this new uh, world looks like. So With that being said, I'm going to go into the question for today. We're going to typically do our standard ones. There'll be one-on-ones, one-on-one Wednesdays. There'll be history. There'll be core values, which I'm going to redo all the core values. And then there'll be the pillars of leadership, which I started but never finished in the last season. Because we'll just call this a season two. Uh, The first part was a season one. There, there is a difference in who I, I, I am and who I was. So one, twenty-three, two whatever we are at. Um, I believe we're on episode 123. I'm going to check. But the point being is that we have to grow. Um, We have to lead in new ways. We have to mature. 
And for me, no longer being involved with family, no longer being involved with the business and the individuals that I was with for 24 years and transitioning my life on purpose uh, in many ways and not on purpose in other ways. I've learned to lead differently. I've learned to be a different person and I've learned to lead in my own life first before I lead anyone else. And I always knew that, but it's never been able because of the businesses, because of the constant growth, because of the constant managing and being involved in business that I work 24 hours a day and took phone calls at all hours that cost me my really great relationships. Honestly, um, I think there's a better way to lead from a person that's put everything into his companies and everything into his his businesses and entrepreneurship, I lost a lot of balance in my life. And I was not a good leader or a good person to a lot of the individuals in my life because I allowed myself to get off track. I allowed my leadership to get off track. I allowed my mental, spiritual, and physical balance to get way off track. And it's taken a lot. It takes mentors. It takes programs. It takes investing in yourself to get back on track. And that's sort of where we're going to go with this one is I'm in the food game. That's who I am. I'm going to talk about leadership as a whole. But I'm really trying to orient this a lot towards all the food entrepreneurs that are out there. They, they come on our show. They talk about their own leadership. They talk about their entrepreneurial journeys on Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show. But on here, we're going to actually just focus on leadership and what's lacking in the world and lacking in our businesses, lacking in our communities. So I'm going to address a question that came up a very, very, very long time ago that I sort of had answered in one of the 30 episodes I was talking about that I had recorded that has never been released that I'm going to talk about now and I've refined quite a bit, particularly because I think my life is different. But here's, here's what the question is. How do we show leadership by reinvesting in ourselves? One of the things I will talk to everyone about is our ability to pick ourselves up, to do it now, to start it now, not wait any longer. Why wait for tomorrow when you can start today? So many individuals do not do it now. They don't capture opportunities. They don't take advantage of introductions or things that people have done for them because they're not in tune with the world around them and they're not investing in themselves and realizing that chasing opportunities and talking to people and opening up your your horizons is a way to open up doors it's a way to invest in yourself it's a way to gain knowledge from other people that helps grow you so i think one of the first ways is to have an open mind i think a lot of us if people make introductions to us we're always hesitant like why is that person introducing us instead of building a relationship who cares if we can do business together who cares if our kids play together or not let's talk about what we like what we don't like is there a way we can help our community maybe there's connections we can make for each other not now but in the long run it's always worth investing now because when we invest in ourselves and our relationships because investing in our relationships is investing in ourselves okay so one of the ways that i that i think and i know that investing in ourselves is is when we can we need to be present in our relationships whether it's our spouse our children our friends we need to be present enough because there's inklings of information and little nuggets of growth are ways we can grow in every conversation with every human we meet. We never know what opportunity is going to come if that human introduces us to someone. So we often get stuck 
when we're investing in ourselves, looking at the thing right in front of us and weighing it if it's worth investing in us or not. We don't look at the long term. If you thought about that you're going to graduate in four years, but you need to go to college to get a degree, you have no doubt in your mind that you're going to invest in yourself for four years and you have to get there. But we don't do that in the rest of our lives. We don't invest in ourselves as leaders. So how do we show it? How do we demonstrate it? How do we make sure that it's caught, not taught what we're doing in the way that we do things? I think there's a lot of ways to do it. You know, for me, I have programs. I have, you know, programs that lead me close to God. I have programs that lead me to better understand myself for me to be a better, honest, more authentic, vulnerable human in the right way. I have programs like that. I have entrepreneur groups that I'm a part of. I have friends and family that I listen to. Um, that even with their criticisms over the years that I haven't been able to hear because of whatever reason, there is truth in every situation. So reinvesting in yourself is to understand it's not how the message is delivered, it's what in the message that needs to be extracted to benefit you. Okay, And plenty of people help and give unsolicited advice and unsolicited help. I know the proper thing is to not give unsolicited advice and not give unsolicited help. But if it does happen in your life, someone's connecting you or someone's trying to help or give you guidance, have the patience just to listen for a millisecond. You never know what idea might come out of those. Whoever thought of the hot Cheeto? It was a janitor who invented it, but they opened up the doors. The guy's probably now pretty high up at Frito-Lays or whoever makes Cheetos. But I should probably know that, being in the food game. But... They gave opportunity. They seeked to reinvest in themselves and bring new life to their company. So they opened the doors to anyone in the company with an idea because they were going to reinvest in the businesses, right? So when we reinvest ourselves in leaders and we show it, I think it's not something we want to display or talk about. It's something we just want to live in our lifestyle. If you're going to a program, the program will benefit you in the long run and everyone will see the growth that you're having. If you are, you know, that's an AA program, that's an NA program, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, that's just, you know, any kind of addiction, that's kind of anything that you're doing that takes away from you, you should take that same time and invest in yourself. That comes from working out or doing something like 75 hard that is a program that's a mental physical and they haven't added the spirituality to it yet but i have a feeling that there's a spiritual component there that everyone feels that i've just added into my 75 hard as a six part there's five of the first 75 and then when you get in the other 30s there's multiple parts but i add in praying to all of mine daily as part of the thing that i do is it routine? Would it be? Yeah, of course. Am I doing it in a routine? Is it not as natural as me thinking about praying? Of course. But um, generally, if you're in need is when you pray. So why not be in pray, prayer when you're in need or not in need? That's investing yourself, investing in your relationship with God or your higher power or whoever. But someone who gives you moral and ethical guidance that's not an outside person. That's an internal conversation that you can have with someone that sees you for who you are, you know, in your dishonesty, in your unauthenticity, in the person you look in the mirror every day. Are you being honest with yourself? 
Are you being honest with the world around you? You want to invest in yourself? What does honesty really look like? I think that that's a big part of what we're talking about, and it's why programs work. We turn over our will and our life to a higher power or God. We do. We ask him to do what we can't do for ourselves. Those are parts of major programs that help that re, our people reinvesting in themselves. And the same thing happens when you go to a gym and you build new habits. Building new habits, doing it now, is reinvesting in yourself and sticking to them. Watching too much TV, not reinvesting in yourself, just so we're clear. So how do we show it? I think we just live it. And when you get good at it, you make minor adjustments. Don't conquer it all at once. But there's various things, like I'm going to talk about Benjamin Franklin's 13 virtues that he lived by. And I think those are important. And we're going to get into that in this podcast because we're talking about a lot of different elements and a lot of different lists. And I'm going to try to up the intellectual property that's in this, meaning not the property that I own, meaning the ownership as the terms commonly used, but I mean the the intellectual property, the value, the property in each podcast that's going to generate value for the audience. How am I going to do that? How am I going to get my message across to you guys where I don't sound in a way that's just me spitting out on a microphone that I've maybe done on this this episodes before? And there's a lot of great content, but it hasn't been structured very well. And that's me reinvesting in myself by listening to the other podcasts and making adjustments and trying to make this podcast a better podcast from day one. You want to truly reinvest in yourself? I think it's you need to physiologically do it. You need to physiologically change who you are to grow yourself, to invest in yourself for growth. You need to change who you are. It starts with the gym. It starts with your mental space and it starts with your spiritual space as I discussed. So let's break this down a little bit more. Mentally, if you want to grow and you want to be a leader who's self-investing in themselves, you need to read books. You need to physically pick up books and information or go get an education and go physically and be present in it. Read with intent. Go to school, get an education with intent. Do not waste it. If you're going to reinvest in yourself, use the things that you have now and put it back into you. Okay. This shows your family about reinvesting. And imagine a family who all reinvests in themselves in this way, reading, but also then reinvests as a family because they understand the importance of knowledge Okay, and sharing it with one another. What could that family do? What about family businesses like we talk about on Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show? There's plenty of family businesses in entrepreneur space, and those families have great success. No matter all the trials and tribulations and family patterns and yelling and negativity, they find the ability to have success through reinvesting in themselves and then reinvesting in each other. Okay, but we're just talking about reinvesting in ourselves right now and showing the world and how do we show it so it becomes catchable. And it's not taught because teaching it is me just doing it. If I'm going to make it catchable, I've got to live it by my lifestyle. It means Justin Bizarro, Justin Ryan Bizarro has to go out into the world and live life by the way that I want others to live that I think is appropriate. That doesn't mean I'm thinking a narcissist or I want control over everyone, but I think everyone should generally want to live a life of God and growth. Okay and be a family person, be an entrepreneur in some ways, because entrepreneur ingenuity is in everyone's life. Even if you're just a worker bee, you can be in your business growing it. And does it get slapped down? If 
yes, 90%, 99% of ideas, things, whatever, get shut down. And if it's a really good one and you really believe so, don't let it go. And if it doesn't work at the company you're with, find a company it will work with. Or if the one doesn't exist, create one yourself. And then you've reinvested in an idea, which is also reinvesting in yourself. These are the things I'm talking about, mental reinvestment. Books, going to get experience, going to get exposure to the world, trying other businesses, doing things that lead to humility. Go DoorDash, seriously. You want to find humility, customer service, and an awakening? Go do Take one month, do 100 orders. Do 100 orders the next month. Do it easy. That's not a lot of orders, guys. Trust me. Most humans can do more than 100 orders in a week when they're hitting it hard. So 100 orders shouldn't be hard. But if you haven't done it or you haven't worked in food or you haven't worked in a a service-based industry where you're dealing with the customers and the clients directly, you need to go get that experience. And I use DoorDash because you're dealing with the merchants and the employees that work there directly, as well as the clients. And you're the media area and you have help. DoorDash and their support and all that is helping you. But you are on both ends of the deal. You're on the delivery side. You have to get the food there hot. You want to take care of it. You want to deliver service. If you're really good at your job, you're not one of the thieves that are out there that are not investing in the world and they're ruining food and and causing margins to go up and all of us are paying the price. So if all of you out there don't hate the stealing of food done by the DoorDash, the Uber, and all the drivers out there and you don't shame it and hate it with a passion, you are eventually going to tolerate it, which you already are. You are tolerating that shit. You do not need to tolerate that. Our food prices and our grocery store prices and our meal prices do not need to go up because there's dashers out there or Uberers or, you know, Grubhubbers that are stealing the food. We need to do better jobs as merchants and we need to be do better job as individuals of fighting back. And the people that actually do their job, they should be rewarded more because they are doing their job. They are delivering the food. They are doing it on time. And they are reinvesting in themselves and the businesses they work for, even if it's DoorDash or even if it's Taco Bell or McDonald's. Okay. But even these companies, amongst leadership in the world we live in, in food, they don't have employees. And the leadership is lacking in all of their businesses. McDonald's just is announcing it's going to lay off corporate positions. That means there's not enough business. That means intellectually, maybe AIs, artificial intelligence has caught up and replaced those jobs. There's a lot of things. But the reality is, is we aren't reinvesting in ourselves as humans to make ourselves valuable enough to keep our own jobs. And I said I wasn't going to get emotional and passionate. Guys, slow down here. But I'm dead serious. You don't care. You don't care about your fellow human. Most of you, even listening to this podcast, does not realize when you cut a corner, you do a disservice to the people around you who have to follow after you. Because if you cut that corner and they needed that corner to learn and grow, you just did them a disservice. And you didn't reinvest in yourself by cutting the corner. And you definitely didn't build a legacy or build leadership behind you. So why investing in yourself is important? Because it's a mindset. When you do it, you reinvest in the world around you. You invest in the humans around you and the animals and the planet around you. Regenerative farming, reinvestment. Anyone picking up what I'm putting down here? Please raise your hand. Hit the little 
button on the podcast thing on your radio and just tap the screen being like, let's cement this. I am going to reinvest in myself every way possible. Do something, trigger it in your head, make sure every time you touch your radio dial right now, you will think about reinvesting yourself. Let's anchor it, touch the radio dial right now. Reinvest in yourself, touch your phone, pause it, unpause the podcast. Put a trigger there. I'm going to reinvest in myself. Every time I do this, that's what's going to trigger in my mind. And I'm going to think about what I'm going to do next, whether it's mental, physical, or spiritual, to reinvest in myself. Physically, gym, walking, anything physical that gets the body moving, that helps release the endorphins, the chemicals, and all the things the brain and body needs to keep growing, to keep it living, to keep wanting to live. Because that which doesn't isn't in motion dies. It doesn't stay in motion when it's not in motion. You've got to keep the momentum. You cannot let it stop. You're sick, fine. You have a hiccup, death in the family, lose businesses. I get all of it. But one of the best things anyone ever told me was reinvest in yourself from day one. If you want to know who that is, you should go check out Till You Collapse. It's a clothing line. Brian Nabavi, he's in Arite Syndicate with me. I appreciate his guidance because he God spoke through him in those very few words. You need to reinvest in yourself as much as possible right now. And he said that to me nine months ago, eight months ago. And while I always knew it, I've never done it at the vigor that I've done it. And never done it in a way that I, I've done. And I've made major mistakes doing it. I've lost relationships in my life because I haven't reinvested in them. And I've been too worried about my businesses and I wasn't reinvesting in myself or my businesses or my spirituality. So I lost things. Does everyone hear that? I lost things when I wasn't keeping the momentum of constantly reinvesting in my mental state, in my physical state, and my spiritual state. And definitely my relationship state, whatever that is. It's tied to those three. Those three come together in our relationships. Mental, physical, spiritual. So you want to reinvest in yourself? Look <clears throat> and mentally also and physically. Meet people at the gym. Meet people with similar mindsets. Meet athletes. Meet people that are doing it better than you are so you can learn from them. There's a thing. We always want to be in rooms where we're the smartest person or we don't want to feel minor or we don't want to feel less intelligent than someone else. You know, one of my favorite things is, is the humans that realize they're not as smart and want to learn and be guided. I am one of them. I am constantly learning and constantly being given guidance and constantly asking for help constantly looking for mentors and coaches and people that will help but I'm a hard individual I'm not easy to get along with I'm very determined I'm very driven I I'm willing to go through things and people to get what I want you know and you can call it whatever it is but in the leadership world and in the entrepreneurial world we only get one chance at life to fight what we want for what we want and God puts things in front of us. And if it's not what aligns with God's plan, you're going to find out pretty quickly that that's not what you should be doing. Your spirituality is going to go off. Your physicality is going to go off. And your mentality is going to go off. Okay? I don't think physicality is the right word. I just made it up. But whatever. Your physical situation. Because all of it, when you reinvest it in yourself and you can break it down, and I work on my mental peace 
at first I did that for a number of years. Then I worked on my physical piece, which I did that for a number of years. And then the spirituality came later. Although when I was doing the mental, I thought it was spiritual, but I've come to understand that differently as well. And what is meditation and what's getting to know yourself and what are all the things that you need to say to yourself and positive things, okay? Positive reinforcement for the things that you do well or when you win things or you do something that you didn't want to do, you need to reinforce yourself. You need to give yourself a pat on the back and you need to anchor it as there's a reward at the end of it. And if you understand that four years goes by, just like your education, you graduate with a degree and you might be physically fitter, mentally fitter, spiritually fitter. The ability to reinvest in ourselves and reinvent ourselves and become greater humans is is one of the greatest things in the world. And it doesn't matter what you've done. You could be the most horrible person on the planet. You get a second chance if you choose to change your life and to reinvest in yourself and become a good person. There are plenty of people that enter programs all over the world. Therapy, like I said, AA, NA any addiction program, addiction of any kind, any person that wants to just live a happier life, you get to grow and reinvest in yourself. And it's it's important that we do it. And I think it's important. So how do I do it? Every day I wake up in the morning and I write a list. That list consists of three things. Every day, how am I going to reinvest in myself mentally? How am I reinvesting in myself physically today? And how am I reinvesting myself spiritually? And while sometimes the phys- physical stuff may be the same or the mental stuff may be the same here and there, the spiritual stuff may be the same, I guarantee you if you really think about it and you really look at narrowing down the things that you have flaws in or you lack, this method that I'm giving you matters. It's no different than Andy Frisella's power list that gets your tasks through the day. I'm just breaking them out into the reinvestment in our mental state and our toughness, and our growth, our mentality, our positive mindset, our physicalness. How do we feel about ourselves? How do we look? How is our confidence? Are we living the life we want to live? Can we keep up with our children? Can we keep up with our lives? Do we have the physical ability to live 100 years and take care of ourselves in healthy ways? Physicalness means the way that I eat too. Just because while it's a mental thing that gets me there, the way that I do it matters. And I've lived like 13, 14 years of really mastering this. What do I eat? What keeps my weight where it is? Where if I don't work out for two months because I'm sick, because I did do that, just so we're talking about, I've been reinvesting myself and for two months in Nashville while recording podcasts, while trying to kick butt every day, I literally had bronchitis, freaking strep, and pneumonia. So, and then on top of it, I got the flu a couple a week later. It was a colossal train wreck of all proportions on top of trying to work, on trying to create new businesses, take my entrepreneurial and the new adventures that I'm going in. It sucks. But I literally, and I had no health insurance just because like over all the transitions, I didn't keep up with that thing. And I just like, okay, I don't need it right now. Whoops. Within uh, two weeks of making that decision, I'm fucking sick from four different things because my body shut down because I was going through transitions and I let go. I let go of everything that was holding me down. So if you want to reinvest in yourself, you've got to let go. Stop trying to control everything. 
Stop, start letting life happen for you. And you will be reinvesting in yourself. You will be more in tune for what the world's trying to give you to grow yourself. And the opportunities that the world does present for you to grow you, to reinvest in you, to capture, to capture lightning in a bottle, to grab it, to put back into your business, to put back in yourself, to do the things that you need to do and be a better human for yourself, for your family, for the world around you. So you have purpose. So you don't die on your deathbed wishing you had lived a different life. You need to reinvest in yourself daily. So how do we show it? Model it. Do it. Your kids will catch on. Your parents will catch on. There's plenty of people that have parents in programs like AA and NA that aren't alcoholics or are, are addictive personalities. There's plenty of people that it passes down from family to family. There's plenty of people that just end up being an alcoholic out of the middle of nowhere. So it just happens, but we have to deal with it, and it can be a superpower if you turn it into one, meaning not the alcohol itself, but our ability to deal with it and conquer it and use like a 12-step program to conquer it. That's reinvesting in yourself in an honest and authentic way that we're talking about. And those programs deal with honesty very much so, you know, and those programs believe a lot in the spirituality that God can and will remove our flaws if he is sought or remove the temptation to do bad or remove the addiction that we have. If we seek him and we build a relationship and we reinvest in our spirituality with God, we get that. It's not a religious podcast. This is a leadership podcast, but I guarantee you most great leaders have good religious foundation or spirituality foundation. It's a set of core values. It's a belief of hope that drives us forward, that we can become better, that we can live a better life, that just because we did something in the past, it does not define us. We get to define who we want to be in the future by reinvesting in ourselves because if you think because as i once heard i i don't think of who i am and you don't think of who i am i think i am who you think i am and that's how i live the world i think of what you think of me and that's who i become that's generally the way the world works we do not generally become the person we want to become we let our surroundings our parents our spouses me even let them start to tell us who we are because we we I think I am who you think I am. So if you say it about me, it must be true that if I'm a bad person, I must be a bad person. So I might as well just do bad things. No shit. That's what happens with a lot of criminals. No joke. A bad parent, bad parenting, bad sibling, bad whatever. A lot of the time doesn't believe in the person, doesn't give them love, doesn't encourage them, tells them they're a bad person, even if they're not. And they become one. Well, now they're a bad person, you self-profitized into the future because that's what reinvesting in a negative way does. It leads to the thing becoming true that you don't want to become true. So the same is true in a positive sense. If I do the things in a positive way and I believe them that that and that another person, like if I reinvest in other people, giving them positivity, maybe the same thing is true. That's true for a negative thing, that that person will actually believe what I think of them and they'll reinvest in themselves and become a good person. Because the more you call someone names, the more you're down on them, the more you talk trash behind their back, the more you gossip about them, whether you realize it or not, you are not reinvesting in the world. You're not reinvesting in yourself. 
and the energy that you're putting out in the world and the negativity towards that person, they will believe it. They're going to think of themselves in the way that you see them because that's what we do as humans. And shame on you and shame on us for doing that. That's not reinvesting in ourselves in the world around us. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be direct. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have hard conversations. But I am saying we do a lot of gossiping. We do a lot of negative talk. And we do a lot of creating someone's character to be negative, particularly in today's world. And then the person becomes and we're like, I told you so. No, that's not what happened. That's not what happens. If I don't want to hit the guardrail, but I focus on the guardrail, I'm still going to hit the guardrail. That's what we're talking about. That's why race car drivers never look at the wall. They're taught to never look at the wall because they will drive the freaking car right into the wall. Because where we focus our eyes is where we focus our life. And if we focus on that someone said we were a bad person, we will, in fact, make that true. Even if it's not at the time we heard it. But if we believe it and someone thinks about us and we believe that because they think about that about us, it must be true, then that's what happens. So reinvest in yourself. Battle these things. Battle the things that people say about you that aren't true. Battle them. Battle what God created you for because God created you for good. God created you to make impact and difference in the world. Invest in that spirituality. Invest in whatever higher power you have, knowing that you're here for a purpose. That if we weren't, then what the heck's the point? Like, it's kind of hard to believe that we're all just here, and that's possible. And if we're all just here, why not make an impact? That's the other part. Like, either way of the coin that I flip it on this scenario, and I know it's not black and white, but both sides of the coin are impact the world, make the place a better place, have as much legacy that I can, reinvest in myself as much as possible so I create an environment around me, a positive environment that others are reinvesting in themselves too. So how do I show it? I demonstrate it. I write down those three things every morning. What am I going to do today to reinvest in myself mentally and my mental toughness? What am I going to do today to reinvest in myself in my physical presence in my physical strength in my health in my ability to fight someone if I had to protect my family or I had to go to a foreign country and protect myself or heaven forbid we ever had to go to war I do not want to be one of the first ones killed and I want to be able to protect my family and the people that matter to me so physicalness matters to me and spirituality because I believe hope and an understanding and a higher power to hold us accountable is extremely important it doesn't mean we don't we aren't loved, but if we aren't honesty, like deadly honest with ourselves and our relationship with God and who we are, not letting other people determine it, not letting our thought process determine it, really understanding who we are and where we've gone astray and where we've formed habits that are bad that don't reinvest in us is the key. And the next key is do it now. Start forming habits now, new ones, every day. Drink water. Walk a mile. Go instead of going to Burger King for dinner or McDonald's for lunch, buy something that's handheld or that's portable that's a little bit healthier and go for a walk or have something faster brought to you or pack your own lunch that's healthy and eat it for 10 minutes and then walk for another 20 minutes if you only have a half hour break. But these are the things I'm talking about reinvesting yourself. And you'll find that eventually that walk may tap your mentality, mental toughness. I did it. I pushed myself to do it every day. 
your physicalness, which you're walking. So you're getting your heart rate up a little bit. You're releasing those endorphins and those chemicals in the brain and you're livening up your body to go in for the next part of your day and go kick butt. And then your spirituality means if you're walking and you're focusing on a connection and talking to God and and what your vision is for your life, like God being in your life is what is the vision that I want? What is the character and the person that I ultimately want to be and close in his likeness? What is the humbleness that I want to be? I'm not talking about having a hundred million dollars. That's great. You want to vision that. I agree. And you want to figure out how to break it down and do it if you're really driven. But what I'm talking about is how do I live my life? in a way that it doesn't matter if I have $10 or $100 million that I'm always giving back to the humans around me and I'm doing it in a rewarding way and doing it in a way that God would see as me growing the world around me in a positive way for the world's legacy, for its sustainability, for its regeneration, and for its sustainability is the wrong word. It means keeping constant. Erase that word. Ignore I said it. But the regeneration of who we are. We are constantly reinventing ourselves. So we got to have to constantly be investing in ourselves for that reinvention we can't just stay the same we die we lose we lose our jobs we lose our families if we don't change our bad things we lose the things that are important to us trust me i know i am one of them just like you thank you everyone i appreciate this i hope this goes well we'll see how it goes but i'll continue to release episodes and we'll just keep kicking butt through Leadership Battalion uh, show, and we'll see um, if Centurions amass like they once did. And if not, no big deal. I just, I'm not attached to the outcome of the numbers and the downloads. I just want this message to have impact to those that listen to it. So we're out. <laughs>